So guys, welcome to episode 16 of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I think it's 16, or else I just fucked up straight away. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with uh, the armbar queen herself, uh, Abby O'Toole. What's up? Hi. <laughs> so, uh, well, besides uh, not being able to train and uh, my whole life being ruined because it's quarantine, I'm doing A-OK. <laughs> it's kind of become a bit normal now. I feel like I've gotten quite used to it. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get used to this shit. It's, I don't want to. What's the situation like in Ireland? Oh, you know, it's, the rate is very, very low here. And like, sure, this is funny. I seen uh, the other day in Limerick, uh, that's where I, I live, this oh, fucking, nice. this one uh, joint called uh, uh, Chicken Hut opened up. There were lines around the fucking street and up the corner for people wanting to get substandard chicken. I just thought that was funny. To be honest, like, what else do you have to do with your time right now other than queue for fast food? Like, I would totally queue for McDonald's if it opened up in my area. Oh, man. I didn't even like McDonald's before this shit, so let's, let's, I'm glad. <laughs> that's, that's, one, that's one good thing about this, like, less, I'm still eating shit, but less shit. Yeah, it's like, it's a bit more difficult to get hold of the shit. Mm. <laughs> well, that- in London, you've got, like, so many delivery, um, food delivery apps. So I think I'm eating more crap now. Mm. Yeah, see, because so. See, I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, uh, I, like, I go to Limerick a lot, but I, like, that's one of the cities, but I live in the middle of the countryside. So it takes me good half an hour to get to the city so, so I can go training, for example. But, like, uh, I say it's good that they can't deliver out our way or else it costs way too much. Oh, yeah. They, I, I can imagine minicabs are so expensive. Yes. Oh, well, that's that's one upside, I guess. But you so, get to live in a lovely place. You know, it's not crowded. You've got loads of nature around you, I presume. Yeah, I've seen a badger the other night. Oh, nice. And uh, my dad nearly ran over a fox the other day because it ran out like a, like an Egypt. Oh, yeah. Nearly. Bit silly. Do you, do you ever see those um, videos of people with pet foxes, like, rubbing them, and they, like, they make a really weird noise? Yeah, I I don't know why they make that noise. Because I kind of hear them playing together in the garden. Because, like, they're everywhere in London. Even more so now, like, they're just kind of walking the streets. But, yeah, they, they make a really terrifying noise. It's fucking weird. So, yeah, before we get uh, sidetracked again, we're, we're getting sidetracked a lot. <laughs> uh, do you, want to... you want to talk about jiu-jitsu? <laughs> uh, well, uh, it is called the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Yeah, so, we need to you know, speak about some jiu-jitsu. Only, we'll do the obligatory one minute. Yeah, yeah, just to be polite. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to keep with the motif. So, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone where you're from and where you train in case they want to get around with you sometime? Okay, so I'm from London. And I train at Roger Gracie Academy HQ. Uh, it's probably my fifth gym now, but that should be my last gym, I hope. So, um, yeah, that's where you'll find me most days. Yeah. Amen. Oh, well, how's it feel to train at uh, one of the academies where with the goat? Some people consider Roger like the goat. It's really good. Like the roles are just a different level, you know, and like when I was at like the other academies I've been at it's you don't really get to train with women that often but now at RGA there's like so many women and like loads of higher belt women um so it's a really lovely atmosphere you have like ladies classes 
you know like you get to see female black belts which is just like it's such a um yeah it's such a good thing to be there and yeah I've also takes some classes I rolled with him on my first class there and it was yeah it was amazing see um one thing I'm always curious about each of my guests is like uh how did you get into martial arts did you train anything before starting jiu-jitsu so the jiu-jitsu was my first martial art but I used to do I'm, I'm quite sporty and I used to play football and uh then I I had like a period of time where I did nothing where I was like 19 and I'd like it's a bit lame but I'd like watched kick-ass too <laughs> and I saw hit girl and I was like oh maybe it'd be good to like do some kickboxing because you know I'm on a gap year I had nothing to do with my time I wasn't like fortunate enough to go backpacking anywhere so yeah I just um looked up some martial arts and jiu-jitsu came up and that was it that's the rest is history man watching kick-ass too that that's yeah, sort of... it's pretty lame isn't it but well, not really. That's yeah. a good movie. Uh, I, I'm disappointed it didn't get a sequel. Like, there was just some bullshit behind the scenes, so it didn't, there was never Kick-Ass 3. Oh, what happened? I didn't know I, there was a bit of politics or anything. No, I think it was, like, technically a financial bomb, even though it made a lot of money, but, like, not enough or something, so they couldn't justify making another one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they have to put a lot of money in to get that back out. Mm. Sure, you'd think they'd save more money because they didn't have to get Nicolas Cage back in. Yeah, they killed him off, so yeah, it kind of that's, cuts their budget for sure. That, that's a huge fucking chunk. Well, then again, um, <laughs> they got that they got that guy from Game of Thrones. I, I imagine he's pretty expensive to get in because he was only one scene. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, mm. yeah. Game uh, of Thrones stars are worth quite a bit of money. Well, not anymore because uh, that that uh, that ship has sailed. Oh the, yeah, they kind of ruined the ending. Then they fucked it. That still pisses me off a year after the fact because they ruined it so much you can't even enjoy the old seasons because you know what's going to happen. Because, you know, yeah. it doesn't build up to any of that stuff. It's just fucking stupid, really. It's like they just kind of like um, tossed a coin in the last episode and was like, okay, who are we going to have? Let, let's just use Bran. Uh, you know, I can kind of see the brand thing. I can like, okay, I can, I can get it, I can dig it. But the whole thing of Arya killing the fucking Night King is just fucking stupid, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, the scene like, was she, amazing. But she just hops out of realistic. nowhere, really. I'm like, can she, can she fly or something? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, she kind of like travels in in the air for like quite a few seconds. Maybe, maybe that's some skill to face some men taught her, but they, that they didn't show. Which could have come in handy at some other point. Yeah, but, the face know. swapping thing. That was just sort of left behind. Mm. Uh, yeah, she could have done something with that. That would have been cool. Mm. Yeah. Or, uh, what's it? Let me think. Oh, yeah. Do you know that guy? Um, this is my last nitpick about Game of Thrones before we get back on topic. <laughs> uh, That's okay. That, that, that dude with the one eye who died like six times, uh, Beric Dondarrion. Yes. So you mean to tell me he gets resurrected so many times and his fucking for, for some destiny bullshit and his fucking destiny is just to stand in a doorway doing the Jesus pose while getting stabbed by zombies and what a oh lame God, destiny. Oh I remember that scene. What a oh lame God. destiny. Plus that fucking the red priest bitch could have fucking healed him but no she just dramatically walks off and takes her necklace off and dies. She could have resurrected him. Yeah there's a lot of people that you would have thought 
would have had some sort of role to play. Uh, you I know, it's it's almost as if that's called storytelling. Characters. I uh, you know. Yeah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I can't even like. I, I'm just so skeptical for the next books and shit as well. I'm like, is it even worth the hassle? You know. I mean, I probably would read them, but you know, I'm not going to be optimistic. Oh wait, uh, did you do you actually know uh, why they rushed the last season? No, I don't. See, uh, the two showrunners, uh, I can't remember their names, but um, they, they were going, they got contract to do a Star Wars show. They had the bud, all the budget and all the time in the world to do Game of Thrones, but they're like, we want to free ourselves up to do Star Wars. So they shot out the last season, and then that Star Wars show got cancelled. So Game of Thrones was ruined for no reason. It died in vain, pretty much. What a waste. For <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, a travesty. That's horrible. Uh, you know, shit happens. Yeah. Uh, Back to the jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the early days of your training like, and was there anything in particular that you struggled with? So the early days, I didn't really like jujitsu. Um, I sort of like forced myself to train. I think it was dealing with anxiety because I was like, I mean, I considered myself quite young, and everyone in the class was, um, you know, they were like proper adults, not just nineteen-year-olds who are waiting to go uni but um yeah I just didn't really enjoy it I didn't like the fact like sparring wasn't fun for me and I felt really rubbish and I was like no one wants to spar but then I guess like it just all clicked one day like a year like a year after starting training I just kind of enjoyed it a bit more and then when I got my first strike that was um that was a big boost but that took like seven months for me Mm. did you make the obligatory uh first stripe post on your instagram or something i didn't even have instagram at the time i should have had instagram that would have been nah. good. but uh time to boost my follower account but mm, i you know it's it all worked out yeah it did see uh, i just love all the obligatory uh first stripe posts like the selfie where they're holding up the belt and you see it and just an exaggerated face like <laughs> it's, it's so funny. cute though like I can imagine it feels really, it feels really great to to get your first stripe. I kind of feel like, you know, getting a stripe on like a coloured belt feels even better, especially like blue belt because that that sort of thing takes ages. Mm. Uh, see, we we don't do stripes for coloured belts in my gym, so I'll I'll never know how that feels. <laughs> how come? Is it just like they don't want to keep up with the stripes, or? I don't know. Like I never really asked, but it's just I guess the general like thing is like you only really need stripes for like pats on the back like but once you get a colored belt you you've shown that you care enough and you know you don't really need the sort of little thing to sort of keep training training its own is its own reward really yeah and i guess like if you were say if you were thinking you were going to get a stripe and then you don't get it there's nothing to make you feel disappointed you know and you just one day get a belt and that's a great feeling in itself yeah, you know, I think that's, I don't know, it's just what I've experienced. I'm like, you know, I, I'm not really concerned about stripes. Like, we don't, that's the one element that's sort of been removed. Like, we we don't give a shit. We just, we just train. And for, like, train two years later, getting our belts or whatever. Yeah. See, I need, like, constant validation. So, <laughs> I love the stripes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. I can't even read my own fucking writing. <laughs> uh, do you have, do you have uh, any advice for new people just in general? 
with new people um i would say mm. i'd say compete um a lot as a white belt because it gets really difficult as well um yeah i say compete a lot um try and train like three times a week like i was quite bad with training when i started i trained like once every two weeks and then be like why am i not getting any better um mm. so yeah like just keep training just like I feel like I sound like such a cliche, but just try and enjoy it as well. Uh, well, no shit. Like, you can't get good if you don't go training. That's sort of a yeah. given. Unless you're, like, a fucking prodigy, talented, like, incarnation of Jesus or something. Yeah, which most people aren't, unfortunately. Exactly. So you do get the odd one who's um, really gifted. Uh, but, you know, that's just few and far between, you know. It's just... Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, since you brought up competition there what was your first competition and like how to go for you uh my first comp was um cleos have you heard of cleos grappling uh, the names uh, sound familiar but i'm just having a blank and what uh, the sort of venue is like um it's run by um daniel strauss oh okay like the mill hill um team I don't know if that narrows it down for you, but it's like it's running like um, High Wycombe in the UK, well, England. I've never been to England, so. Okay, well, that was my first tournament. It's quite a small one, but it's always really fun, and they like play. It has themes basically, and and I can't remember the theme for the comp when I did it, but they were playing like anthems as you compete, which is quite fun. Um, but yeah, I I won gold then. And I really don't know how. I feel like I sort of like dissociated during the matches because I don't remember actually doing the moves. Yeah, uh, you're just in the zone, like the Matrix or something. Yeah, I was. I was just in the zone and just yeah, it was a it was a really fun day. Um, and I was quite lucky at white belt, I think. No, um, mm. but blue belt was tough. Com- mm. Blue belt competition was like. Yeah, I got a big shock going into this. <laughs> uh, that's always fun, because, like, especially if you do one of the grappling industries, like I did for my first Blue Belts comp, and I'm like... Amazing. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> I nearly nearly got put to sleep in my second match, because I didn't want to tap to bone arrow, but I managed to escape it after a minute, and one of the reps from the other match was, like, looking at my match while he was refing one. He's like, man, I was just waiting to see you go unconscious. Uh, good work not going unconscious. It's quite morbid, but you do kind of, like you do kind of wonder like is that person going to actually go to and you're you know you're waiting for them to kind of escape but oh you know shit happens grappling industries is a really fun tournament that was actually the the one i saw you at that was my first blue belt camp yeah it's so it's so much fun that you you really get like your money's worth as well exactly not to mention like get uh... knocked out and then don't get a chance to fight again See, my biggest problem initially when competing was I'd win my first match, like, a bit, and then I'd lose my second one. Like, but even, like, that happened in Grappling Industries as well, but didn't matter because I had more fights. And then, like, I came back, I won a bunch of fights, um, and then I got bronze. So oh, it was, wasn't a big deal that I lost in my second match anyway. Yeah, because, yeah, like, like, I tend to lose my first match. I don't know why, but... That sort of happens to me quite often. Like it happened at the Euros, um, and it happened at Grafting Industries a few times as well. But then, 
you still get like you can still even get silver even mm. if you lose mm. so yeah uh, do you have a favorite competition story whether it be competition or uh super fights oh, i don't know um i think my first super fight uh, it was at this charity event called fight for life and that was like my favorite one yeah it was I basically I turned up thinking I was going to have like one super fight but it ended up being a super fight tournament oh boy and I was like okay this is going to be you know it could go quite badly I could just kind of lose both fights but um, it was yeah it was really fun and uh, I got an arm bar and a bow and arrow and met some really nice women we had a really good day I, I, I did do a super fight last year I did a couple actually, but my most recent one was I don't know if you saw it, but it was at Grapple Fest with um Molly. I don't know her surname, but but that was um quite an interesting one as well. Oh yeah, that was the one uh, Craig Jones fought Adam Wardzinski at, right? Yeah, it was oh it was an amazing card. I was so honoured to be on the card. Um, <laughs> was it a huge honour for you, like Bernardo for you would say? Definitely. It was definitely a huge honour for me. I mean I did enjoy the fight, but Seeing the other competitors was great. Mm. Do you have a preferred rule set from a, uh, where it'd be like super fights or just uh, grappling industries or something? Um, it really depends. Like, I, I do enjoy super fights because, you know, it's just a really good atmosphere. And plus, like, you know, they tend to have a bar there as well. So you can have a quick drink afterwards. <laughs> is, um, that where the, is that where the, the meme came from? Like, that we oh, know, yeah, drink, that was like yeah <laughs> uh, you always need a pint off to compete because like, i don't oh. before i compete i don't drink for like two three weeks mm. so whether i win or lose i need a pint man i know a dude who went to a tournament hung over and he won it <laughs> that's just yeah that's incredible like imagine what he could do if he wasn't hung over i he don't know he's, he's fucking crazy yeah. yeah sure um this is probably a loaded question. I know the answer already, but do you have a favourite submission? Oh, well, you know, it definitely has to be the armbar. I think, I don't know if, even if it's my favourite. Like, I just feel like I'm better at it than any other subs that I can do. I would like to branch out and be able to do, like, a triangle or something. But I have, like, the shortest legs and it would never work. Um, but I, I want to get good at leg locks. Okay. Uh, it's more interesting anyway yeah i fucking love leg locks that's like every submission i have under my belt in competition is by leg locks <laughs> really what what would you say is your most successful um leg lock just a straight ankle straight ankle <laughs> yeah see are you familiar I... so, sorry no no it's fine i was just gonna say are you familiar with the um ankle lock from the back what do you mean, like, uh, someone's took your back and, like, if their feet are crossed or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very unlikely. I can say with certainty I've already caught that move twice. Cause, really? Because you know. that's what's, um, that nearly broke my foot in uh, February. Fucking hell. It bloody works. I, I never, I, I always was like, oh, it's, it won't work. Like, it can't possibly work. Um, but, yeah, I got, I got caught with that. Uh, or uh, if if someone has you, if you have someone in body triangle and like uh, you're like not sticky with your other hook, they can like leg lock that, like the meow brothers oh. do. Oh, it's disgusting. 
I think just imagine the pain right now. Dirty shit. So are you um you know when you do like grappling industries, do you do the advanced so that you can heel hook or do you just do the intermediate? Well uh I haven't actually done a nogi at Grappin Industries. See, I was going to uh, my last. I see this was like two weeks before I got my blue belt. I didn't like I was going to do this uh, Grappin Industries. It's the one where I got bronze in the gi. But see, okay. I've been I've been training for more than two years, like two years and three weeks it was. Yeah. So uh, I would have had to do the intermediate, but I would have been fighting. I thought I'd be fighting blue and purple belts. So I didn't know what the deal was, so I sort of pussied out instead of doing it. I really should have. Well, they, they can be quite confusing, can't they? Because I've seen I've seen purple belts fight intermediate. In yeah, like if they're just if they get it so quick or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like there is a bit of a gap in knowledge, mm. just yeah, in experience. But ah, uh, you know, but uh, I've been training for three years. So the next opportunity, plus I want to get super fights, and I have to get used to fighting under that rule set. So I'm going to do the advanced division, the next grappling industries yeah yeah if you do super fights generally especially no gi ones it's kind of like whatever goes they just mm. do kind of any subs you want oh uh-huh. <laughs> do you want to do something funny see uh yeah, well, i know i i know this fucking dude actually i fought him once before and he's like oh he was he's a white belt and he's still a white belt and uh he's like man my fucking helics are so good i heal up people so much I'm like you're a white belt you can't heal up people and like he, yeah. keeps, he keeps fucking bragging about how good he's at heel hooks. I'm like, motherfucker, if you're so fucking confident in your heel hooks, why don't you do the advanced division? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. But no, nah, you know, he's, you know, those sort of people. Yeah, you, they kind of like bypass basics to just do like high level submissions. But I guess anyone decent would sort of, um, you know, be able to get out of their leg locks and just sort of like take their back from it or something yeah uh, you know uh, people be like that <laughs> yeah you know i've had blue belts trying to hold me in a in class and i'm just like what are you doing you know uh, I, i've totally never tried to toe hold the purple belt at all no never <laughs> <laughs> i would like to say i could beat them up afterwards but they were a bit bigger than me mm. and a guy so oh do you know what i really love uh I saw this entry uh, by Christian Woodman. See, say you're like in their uh, in their half guard, and they have like uh, their their knee shield isn't great. You sort of like mm-hmm. do you do like a back step over, and you can like uh, catch the knee bar from like uh, the bottom leg. But if they cross, if they triangle their legs, you can like toe hold the leg that they're triangling with. So you have like a I'll send you the video later. So it's like a yeah, two for one it. sort of affair. Okay, well I, I quite like half guard, so. It's good that I know what someone can do to me if I'm a bit rubbish with my um, knee shield. Mm. I just really like that because it's like it's it's such, such such an easy like back step. It's not like an extravagant one. It's just a little tight one because you cup your tie so you get the good uh, knee bar entry. Yeah. It's pretty handy. I uh, see. Uh, what was your first seminar and uh, do you remember what was taught? So my. Th- Oh, I don't even, I think my first seminar was um, one with Roger Gracie and he taught uh, an Ezekiel from the back and an armbar from the back which to be honest I still use and I was like a white belt at the time mm. Is that the one where you do like a Kimura, the Kimura grip and then transition to the armbar? 
yeah yeah you have to back and you've got yeah your kimura grip and then you just sort of like turn to the side and bring the leg over the head but it, uh, i find wouldn't it, believe it works really well with nogi yeah. Um, yeah it's quite strong and you can just you know if it doesn't work you can just drag them back into the you know back control mm. or uh, i seen i seen someone like uh have a have like the Kimura grip from the back and then just like slide out to like uh, north south like say if they were like they weren't like on the side back if they were like up on the back they sort of like oh, right. take their hooks out go back to north south and just get a Kimura. Oh yeah, you could do that. You can just get your points and then be like, okay, I'm just gonna get the finish now. Mm. Uh, I fucking I love north south. I love like the um, fucking what's the thing called the the paper cutter choke, the fucking. Uh, yeah. the Kimura to the armbar fucking just love north south it's pretty good yeah I, I quite like side control because I, I get thrown off mount so I'm like okay I'm just going to stick on the side and uh oh you know it's always good I like tricking people into thinking I'm going to go to north south see I get like a, a just a, a shallow grip on the back of their uh fucking collar I put yeah. my hand down I put my hand down and I bite her hip to make them think I'm going to transition to north south if they underhook my arm, I just like overhook the arm and then like bring uh, the grip over and put it like right under throat for like the bread cutter choke. It is fucking brutally oh, efficient. It sounds nasty. <laughs> it's really good. I'm going to have to use all of these um, ideas when I go back to the gym. Yeah. Look into it. Nasty. I will do, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was uh, your most recent seminar while, while we're on the topic? Most recent one? God. Oh, I went to um see Canaan in uh Bournemouth not Bournemouth in Brighton um yeah it was a geese seminar it wasn't no gi, which I thought it would be but it was um we did some like single leg x um transitions and some passes as well which were great it was it was definitely worth the money. I think it was like thirty quid, and so like you couldn't really argue with that. Because like some seminars can be like you know I I've paid like sixty quid before, um, mm. and that was with Hero and Gracie. Oh, I did. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Like I did get to roll with him. I oh. just kind of like walked up to him and pushed in front of everyone else. <laughs> um, got, got a roll, which was great. I uh. no one recorded it, but. I've got some like some pictures of mm. me like of him like laughing when I'm getting him getting him in the armbar that he kind of <laughs> placed himself in. <laughs> uh, he well, let me do things, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, the last two ones I've been to are pretty good. Uh, it was Fionn Davies in January. That was a really good oh, one. Oh, amazing! I, I still you, use. What? It was like power passing from half guard. Like you get uh, you get their collar grip and you just smushed her body up so they're like bent instead of being straight and you can go to put huge pressure into them i i like pressure passing that sounds great <laughs> she actually she made a really funny joke so yeah uh, she all she's making a joke every two fucking seconds she's like really fun but like uh yeah. what's this what the fuck is it saying see um she's like you can use your head to pressure into their shoulder and flatten them out but since i wear fake eyelashes i use my chest <laughs> that's what <laughs> well, she said those eyelashes are expensive. You've got to preserve them, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I <laughs> uh, can't argue with that. Uh, since I don't, since I'm not hampered with that, I just use my head. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to preserve your eyelashes at the moment. No, I, I don't need to fucking what's it? Uh, 
I don't need to stay pretty. I don't know. I tried to think of something funny there. Ah, just couldn't. Now I'd like to go to one of the Whenever I see a pun, I gotta go for it. Uh, if yeah, you, cool. um, a lot of stuff she showed from that seminar was um, on her power pass in DVD. This is like the third time I mentioned it on the podcast. So, you know, if you can pick that one up. It's pretty cheap. How much is it, do you think? It's uh, 25 quid on the Grapple Hub, but they're doing some discounts. Oh, so it's probably like decent. 18 quid. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Because I have um, pretty... some from Bernardo Farrier because he did that. Um, he basically gave everyone... Um, you know, DVD for free, like on the. Yeah. Classic, I, I, which is great. I typed that code in so much, it it became like an auto correct on my phone. I typed that code in so much to get a bunch of free instructionals <laughs> because that code worked not only on BJJ fanatics but wrestling and judo fanatics. So I got a bunch of stuff. Does it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it works on them as well. Yeah, try it. Try it. Like. I I peruse through a bunch of uh, uh, discount codes and stuff like because uh, I like a good deal. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm still a student, so I need good deals. Mm. Right. I'll send I'll send you all my discount codes for BGJ fanatics after the episode. Yeah. I have, whole, I have a whole folder <laughs> in my phone full of them to copy and paste in whenever. Send them over. I will be very grateful. <laughs> I don't worry. So uh, what's it? Um, have you ever integrated something from a seminar and it's just become very well? It's just become like a mainstay in your game. Um, I, I don't know. I think. Well, I guess like armbar from back. That's what I I use a lot. Um, trying to think. It whenever I think of jujitsu, I feel like it's from a lifetime ago now. I don't feel like I currently train. I don't know if that makes sense, but I haven't been training for, you know, for a good couple of months now properly. Mm. So my memory is just not brilliant. But I'd say definitely armbar from the back. Um, and certain passes, I guess. Specific passes. Um, but I, I learn a lot from YouTube, which isn't always a good idea. Mm. But, um I think the YouTube techniques are fine, like most of the time, but it's the Instagram techniques you see that are kind of stupid. Yeah, they don't look realistic. Like, I kind of think, like, okay, that is an amazing looking technique, but could I pull it off? Probably not. You know, um, but I'm, when I started out, I, I couldn't understand why I couldn't sweep guys. I was like, oh, I can never seem to get anything like you know like when you see someone and they come back on top that was happening to me all the time so I would like YouTube things like moves that work for women and not for men jujitsu and all this like random stuff in my like um work rate. but I mm. still use it now and still work really effectively mm. I get you see uh do you prefer a top <laughs> do you prefer a top or a bottom game uh, I like to pass a lot, so I'd say a top game. Yeah. Uh, we got we got one question off the Instagram. <laughs> Sorry about that, just, <laughs> just the one. <laughs> what was the one question? Well, it was a tree parter, but there were con- two of the tree parts were consisted of stuff I was going to ask you anyway. So okay. Uh, do you have any hobbies outside of jujitsu or? Okay, so um, my hobbies are. I don't even know if that like I like to um, go out and watch comedy. I like to do things like that. Um, I have quite a few pets, 
that I care for. So that takes up quite a bit of time as well. And yeah, I like to draw. I try and like not focus too much on jujitsu. Say what? Well, like I want to be, you know, you can say if you get injured or something and then you're like, what do I do with my time now? So I try and like, um, you know, get as much hobbies as possible. Uh, but yeah, jujitsu is the number one, obviously. No, I, I didn't do anything else. All I care about is jujitsu. Really? Well, that's why I'm, that's How? why I made a podcast to talk shit about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Was jujitsu your first martial art? Uh, let's see. Uh, I did like kickboxing when I was really young, and then karate for a little bit, very little, and then I did like oh, MMA really? for like a month, and then what? How old were you when you started karate? I was like fucking 12. Okay, okay. So it wasn't like as an adult. Nah, I started jiu-jitsu when I was 17 though. Okay, well that's, that's quite a good age. I know like everyone's always like, oh, I wish I started it younger. So yeah, you started it quite young. Ah, mm. uh, you know, grass is always greener. Yeah. Okay, so guys, we've reached a segment of the podcast I like to call Around the Specifics. It's just a bunch of random questions, some about jiu-jitsu, some of nothing to do with jiu-jitsu. So, Abby, do you want to play Around the Specifics? Yeah, let's play. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your favorite TV show growing up? The Simpsons. Ah, uh, man, that's like the most common answer on the podcast and for a reason. I'm sorry, I'm, I sound quite basic, but... Like no, nah, that... No, there's a reason that's like is some people are like, oh, the basics are boring. Like, well, they work. So like in the jiu-jitsu scenario. So, you know, Simpsons the same because, you know, it's good. So why not? Yeah. I still watch it now, but not the, uh, not the new stuff. No, the new seasons are they're shit. Let's just be honest. They they're suck. Rubbish. Like, here's the thing. It takes like six months to make an episode of The Simpsons. So if they try to put in something topical or a meme or some shit, it's going to be dated by the time it comes out. So it's just going to look like shit. I didn't realize it took that long. Even with like the technology that they have, they don't really... I guess they probably still draw it on the computer. Uh, I don't know. I think they have like... All, they scanned all the drawings of the computer into like a, uh, a computer uh, fucking thing and then Animation like they, just, they thing. just pick yeah they can pick like a bunch of models when they need it and stuff like I think I don't know what the deal is but it just takes a while yeah it's not like South Park where it takes six days so it can stay uh, relevant that's a huge huge difference in time South yeah. Park know know what they're doing like you wouldn't believe it back in the day they'd like have all the, vi- the they'd finally get the episode done then they'd like compress it onto a VHS tape. Then since the studio was only down the road, they'd get one of the guys to fucking skateboard down the down the street and give the VHS tape to the fucking network. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like it would take I guess now they can do that all quite quickly. Not like online. Uh, you know, plus you know, I I admire that that's from South Park, that's pretty good. See um yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the first video game console you had? What was your favourite game on it? Okay, so the first video console I had was PS2. Ah, classic. And... Oh, what was the game? I used to play um, 
I used to play Grand Theft Auto on it, like GTA, when I was, I think it was about like nine or something. <laughs> That's a great, it's great a influence. Island game, but I, I used to love it. I used to just like driving around, and you know, when you could hijack the, the buses and you can earn money by going to all the bus stops with the passengers. <laughs> That's what I used to do. <laughs> Fucking hell, that sounds really boring. I'd, yeah, I mean, nine year old Abby loved it. I don't know why. Uh, I, yeah, so it was that and I honestly I cannot remember the other games, but that was probably the one I played the most. Yeah, GTA Vice City. Ah, uh, see. San Andreas when it came out. See, I'm recording this in my room, and I have a bunch of shelves with about uh, let's see, about a couple hundred video games there. I say about a good forty uh, percent of them are PS2 games. So do you still have your console? Does it still work? Yeah, it still works, but I got a, a, a sort of the slimmer one just so, you know, because it's big and bulky and shit, so I got the slim one for, like, you know, it's more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, they've kind of changed quite a bit over the time. Like I had an Xbox 360. Um, it doesn't work now, now anymore. Yeah, the new the new Xbox versions just look so so modern and after mm. my GCSEs <laughs> see uh, level 100 in Gears of War 2 which I'm quite impressed oh with. shit that's pretty that's pretty impressive yeah that's it uh, who's the most famous person you've rolled with besides Roger Gracie and Ian Gracie um uh, famous person what like famous in jiu-jitsu or just yeah. in general uh, famous in jiu-jitsu or if you rolled with a celebrity that'll count too <laughs> oh i don't know let me think um famous i have to get back to you on that because i genuinely can't remember um <laughs> in see i i don't know if i would consider them famous in jiu-jitsu or in real life Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, it'd have, to be, it'd have to be Roger because, yeah, he's the only famous jiu-jitsu guy that I know. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, say Roger. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, what's the, the worst movie you've ever seen? The worst move? Movie. Oh, movie. Um, the worst one. But I'm not <laughs> it would have to be like a rubbish um rom-com or something like um uh what's her name bridget jones or something uh, i had to turn that off halfway through man that stuff strains the will of life away from me because it just looks so shite yeah i can't relate to it so i think that's why i just can't watch it yeah things like bridget jones or um, I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Uh, you know, I can't say I blame you. The new movies are kind of <laughs> shit, in my opinion. Yeah, it's movies like that. Like, I know which ones I really like, but yeah, it's like those those kind of movies. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, what's it? What's your most embarrassing injury? Would it be like jujitsu injury or non-jujitsu injury? My most embarrassing injury is from when I nearly broke my foot because I didn't want to tap to a submission. 
Fucking hell. 100%. Yeah, or like, I think, dude, I've had like, I was rolling with this bigger guy and he put so much pressure on my chest that he, he um, tore my pec. Fucking hell. Like yeah, and I've been like, I've been also rolling, like, I used because I roll with quite big guys um, because I just don't say no to anyone who asks me to roll. And yeah, and they always tend to be quite new. And I've like gone for, gone for arm bars from turtle and stuff like that and I've just been like dropped and I had like a ligament in my shoulder torn as well so yeah I'm I wouldn't say I'm injury prone but I'm not as you're, strong as I think I am you're painting quite a picture there I say uh <laughs> I say when this is all over sport you for so, like to... six years now so I think I'm doing quite well maybe for no, go no rolling with the spicy yet. guys for a bit just in a just a yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> I roll with spazzy guys a bit too much. Yeah. Like, uh, they all want to roll with you because they recognise you because you're Instagram famous, sort of. <laughs> I think they see me. Because this happens in no gi, mostly. It doesn't really happen in gi. So they probably, like, you know, I don't really know, want to, like, you know, they probably can't beat up the guys. So they see a girl and they're like, uh. okay, I might have a chance. And if you're, like, if you're... You know, if you're super strong, you could probably pass someone's guard if you just chuck them halfway across the room. Um, mm. Yeah, it's kind of getting hurt. Yeah, see, that's just pretty stupid. Like, huh, I can beat that girl even though she's like a purple belt, but ah, fuck it, who cares? I can do that, no problem. Who cares but, that I'm going to be a meathead? But they, they don't even care about that, though. They just kind of feel like, oh, you know, I think it's that mentality where if someone think, you know, if they beat someone who's, I don't know, a blue belt, for example, they feel like they're that level. And it just doesn't work like that. Like, you know, I've... This is stupid. Like, I beat so many fucking blue belts when I was a white belt. Like, I kept a fucking list. You kept... You personally? Or, like... Uh, you know, uh, people that I tapped out, like, in the gym that were blue belts. And, like, you know, they're really good. So I was like... You know, I saw improvements and I'm able to catch them sometimes. Yeah. But, and plus, you know, tap out brown belts sometimes. It doesn't make me a brown belt. So that's just pretty stupid to think, oh, I tapped out that belt. I should be that belt. It's retarded. Yeah. Par- pardon the it's fucking like language. It's kind of like a short way to view it. Because, like, like, it, you know, what if it wasn't an authentic tap, you know? I'm sure there's some black belts who roll with me and they just let me, I don't know, pass or something. But, you, you know... If they, if the higher belts were to just completely smash the younger belts all the, the lower belts all the time, then yeah, that, that's no that's one thing they forget that uh, that's one thing they forget that they're playing down to fucking accommodate them for being less skilled. It's not they're like they're not shit. They're just uh, fucking playing with you. Yeah, they're making it fun for you. As you know, if they just smashed the shit out of you all the time, uh, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be that keen on you know training with them. Yeah, you wouldn't ever want to roll with them. Ah, uh, you know, it's just the way it is. But uh, yeah. if you could ban one guard for competition, what would it be and why? One guard? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would ban clothes guard. 100%. Why? Oh, it's the most frustrating guard. I, I feel like, yeah, I, if that was the guard I had to ban, it would be clothes guard. Especially jumping it. 
Ugh. You know, can you imagine horrible. someone jumping it and then keeping you there for like six, seven minutes? That's just fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what I found. Not to mention when the, ju- the guard jumps go wrong, you see how people's legs get destroyed. Yeah, you know, you break someone's knee. Yet heel hooks aren't legal at IBGF, but that is... Hmm. Yeah, I think jumping guard, like, you can also hurt someone's back. Uh, you I know, it's just jump close guard and literally drag me to the floor. And I've been like, what has just happened? Uh, uh, at the last crap in industries I went to in December, uh, these two girls, one of them jumped guards and like all the way to went onto one girl's leg and her fucking shin split in half. Jesus. Uh, yeah, see, that's what happens. Like, you know, you take that risk and it's not really fair for the opponent to just kind of, like, it's not like it's something they can prevent. Like, you know, in a submission, you can just tap and you should be fine. But having someone jump on your leg, you know, g- jump guard wrong isn't, yeah, isn't fun. Mm. Uh, you know, it's fucked up. See, so, yeah, mm. that's it. Do you have any nicknames in the gym besides Armbar Queen? No, I don't even know if I, like, Armbar Queen... Only some people, like in my old academy, would kind of say that. I think they'd do it as a bit of a joke. But I haven't got any um, nicknames, not yet. I haven't been at RGA that long. So I only joined in December. So we'll see. See what um, this time next year brings. See if I have any nicknames. Do you have a nickname? Yeah, it's a humanity. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but do people call you that in the gym? Yeah. Where has that come from? Uh, you know, see, I'll tell you the origin of just the uh, term, humanity. It's, see, during the Cold War, Stalin tried to breed, a, make a super soldier by breeding a human with a chimpanzee, and he called this hybrid a humanity. Is that true? Yeah, but it didn't really go anywhere. Like, uh, he, well, it, know, it doesn't you know. work at all. It never work. Well, that's why the project didn't go anywhere. And see... Yeah. Uh, I sort of went to an MMA class. Uh, I, I heard about that, that, that humanity thing. Yeah. And then uh, I went to an MMA class and I smashed this one guy because like, he hit me in the face real hard and I got pissed off. So I single-legged him, got mount and started uh, ground and pounding because I was oh. pissed off. And then yeah. uh, someone says he smashed him like a gorilla and I just thought, oh, not a gorilla, humanity. And I said that to him and he's like, fuck it, Elvin, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I thought the meme account, like it was just my old name originally, then I changed it to Human Jitsu. I'm like, that's cool. Then I got a logo sorted and here we are today. Yeah, I really like the fact that you superimposed my face on a Human <laughs> Well, people Honestly. just think it looks like a chimp or something. I don't know. Well, it looks uh, kind know. of like a gorilla, but I know what it is and that's all that matters. Oh, uh, well. Uh, I got a great. You what? You what? I train with the. I used to train with the one who sorted me with the logo. Really good logo, no complaints. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Plus, I, I had to change the. I had to edit it myself and change the color of the belt on the humanity thing for each guest I have. Like it originally was just a blue belt, since I'm a blue belt. But now it's sort of personalized. It's customized. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, a bit a bit of effort never killed anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it looks great. Uh, I sort of lost track of where the fuck it was Uh, that's it what's your next holiday destination after this fucking quarantine gets lifted 
it's all so if the quarantine was lifted and there was no um you know what's the word like I didn't have to travel um, restrictions yeah if there was no travel restrictions and everything went back to normal I would probably be going to New York because that was the plan I was meant to go train in New York a month to six weeks after graduating what with Henzo yeah I was gonna go Henzo's I was gonna um well initially I was gonna go to Keenan's than Henzo's but um I settled on just New York and that was that was the plan I was meant to live there and train like two three times a day but that's kind of not happening I feel you I was was, let's see uh before this shit went down I was supposed to go over to Kentucky to train with Shu Jitsu oh yeah I know him he's got uh, he does like those YouTube videos yeah I was going to go over and train with him and uh, Christian Woodman C in Philadelphia, but so much for that now. Do you think you would, would you just postpone it? Ah, uh, you know, uh, I'll put it off to like next year or something when all this shit goes down. I can get some. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just a bit of a blip, isn't it? Okay, uh, do you prefer training in the morning or in the evening? Uh, what, like, morning is in, like, half 7am or something? <laughs> Let's just say 10am or something, or 11. I could I could do 11. Um, I think it's, like, the evening classes tend to be a bit busier. You know, you get... No, I, I like I like the mat space. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you can get, like, good um, sparring partners with, like, an empty mat, that'd be great. Um, mm. But yeah, it takes me a little while to wake up, so I opt for the evening classes. Uh, especially now with a fuck completely fucked sleep schedule. Oh yeah, like there's no point waking up, so sleep all you can. Like, what's the point if if the day is just gonna be entail nothing once again? Yeah, when you were like, oh, like ten or eleven, I was thinking I'm not gonna be awake for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, this is when. I can't read my own fucking writing. I need glasses or some shit. <laughs> or maybe I should write fucking neater instead of trying to speed through it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you prefer cats or dogs? I know you can't say rabbits because I know you. Oh, no. Um. Okay. I would say dogs because I have really bad cat allergies. And plus, you know, dogs at least pretend to love you. Cats just don't give a shit. Well, yeah, they do kind of love you because you kind of, you know, give them cuddles and treats and stuff. Um, but cats are just like, you know, they they don't want affection. At least my cat doesn't. She's quite feral. Why do you have a cat? If you're... <laughs> because I just don't respect my allergies. Like, I'm, you know, I've been put in hospital twice from having, like, asthma attacks and stuff. But it's just worth it to have the cat. Like she's just so cute and yeah, I just don't I don't give it the respect like my asthma and allergies the respect they deserve. Would that uh, apply if you were allergic to chinchillas or something and you still have, you had one of them around? Yeah, I would still I'd still have them, um, but I'm I don't know if I'm allergic to any other animals other than dogs and cats. You're your own worst enemy in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have favorite junk food? Favorite junk food? Uh, I would have to say fries, chips, 100%. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, why the fuck is she saying fries? Is she not English? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, I should just call them chips. Yeah, chips are any th- any potato really is is okay in my book. Oh <laughs> uh, fucking! Uh, we should get you a paddy cap and say teach her to say top of the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have to um, practice my Irish accent. Great. Uh, well, that way you can fool the organisers at the next uh, Grappin Industries here, and they, they won't uh, they won't fuck you over in the decision. What I should just do is secure points better. Blaming <laughs> oh. for me being not very good. At well, it seems a lot easier just to learn an accent just to fuck with the organisers. Like that's way easier. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. That won't take me like getting better at jujitsu would take so much longer. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. F- fuck that noise. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the last Halloween costume you wore? And on a scale to one to ten, how ridiculous was it? So my last Halloween costume was I dressed as, uh, I think her name's Dion from Clueless. And it wasn't too ridiculous. I think it looked great. But no one really knew what I was. Well, I neither do I. <laughs> look up clueless and my my friend kate was um the other main character god i don't even know what her name is but yeah the characters you, p- you picked a great show and you can't even name uh, the characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were in manchester it was really it was great fun the two-day uh, trip to manchester during with some training do you speak of uh, any? Do you speak any other languages? Uh, no. I mean, I tried learning German at the start of lockdown. How'd that go? Watching, I could, I know a few words, just a few words, and then I got, you know, I was like practicing every day, and then I got out of the habit of doing that, and now I haven't to it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna still use my Duolingo app. I tell you that that fucking bird on Duolingo is so goddamn annoying. (laughs) Constantly sending you push notifications and harassing your email. Would that bird just fuck off? I actually got an email recently saying they aren't gonna bother sending me notifications anymore, but they still do. They're just lying. Like, what's the point to say we're not gonna bother sending you emails anymore? Like, okay, good, fuck off. Let me do nothing. This is what yeah. it's about. Don't let me let me wallow in my uh, meaninglessness. Like, come on, the fuck. I was doing that for ages, but now I'm yeah, just getting out of it. Uh, I tried. I tried to learn Portuguese for a bit, and I'm like, oh fuck this noise. Do you even train jujitsu if you don't learn Portuguese? Oh like, uh, no, see, all I do is I learn the Portuguese, it, like English, yeah, like to... English stuff. I try to just like if someone if a Portuguese fellow speaking English to me, I can understand it perfectly. Even he's like, "Yeah, my friend, fucking he nacho, he lacks my French," that sort of thing. <laughs> did you learn many words, or uh, like how, how far along did you go with it? Uh, I learned how to call, insult someone by calling them milk. <laughs> milk. No, I called one of what the guys. No, I I just call it, I learned the word for milk and I insult I just I was annoyed 
Like we were just having a fucking back and forth, like the locker room language. We chat the shit afterwards. That's yeah. just the thing we do. And I called this old fella at the gym, Leche. Like, I didn't know he, he knew what it meant. He's like, what the fuck you call me milk for? And then, <laughs> then one of the other guys piped in. He's like, because you're good at the start, but you get sour real quick. Oh my God. That dude, he saved my insults. <laughs> That's like a, it's like just a Passover. I'm like, bruh, some man. Yeah, the swear like offensive stuff is great in another language as long as someone doesn't know what you mean. Mm. See, I know a few curse words in Italian, and I I love just curse my fucking head off in Italian. What's your favorite curse word in Italian? Uh, I think it's a uh, puttana. That's a whore in Italian. Oh. Or puttana. cunt. Or cunt. I think it's one of those. <laughs> So you can either like upset someone or really upset someone. Uh, either or. Or cazzo means fuck. Merda means shit. I've I've learned some new things from this um this talk podcast. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's educational. Definitely. <laughs> and you can swear. I wasn't you know like initially I wasn't sure if um if swearing was off the cards. No, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> uh, see, I remember when I was growing up and I'd be cursing and my dad would say, man, watch your fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always love that. Uh, see, uh, if there are any other martial arts you're interested in besides jiu-jitsu? Uh, I've done a bit of judo. did a bit um, when I was at a different uni they had like it was like so cheap I was like you know I might as well do a couple of lessons and I've tried wrestling but I don't think I'm gifted at wrestling at all um but yeah like evil I think they both help jiu-jitsu so I think like if I was to actually go and train another martial art it would be judo because it's yeah. so cool like you can throw someone like yeah same here I'm not a fan of wrestling I've, the wrestling class in my gym is fucking brutal the warm-up will just fucking kill you yeah, 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 I can imagine because it's quite athletic, isn't it? Yeah, our wrestling coach is a fucking sadist. I'm just saying that now. <laughs> he wants to punish you guys for um, for wrestling. I leg locked him one time and he, he was like, You fucking cunt, I'm gonna make you suffer. <laughs> one, <laughs> one fucking like time, one time, that motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, what's it? <laughs> What's what's your favorite historical period? Like, if you had a time machine, where's the first place you'd go? So I um, like the Tudors. I've always had, I always have liked them. I don't think it would be good for me to go there because, you know, they're, they're not particularly nice to women in that period. Hmm. But if I was a queen, then yeah, I would totally go back to the Tudor period. Uh, do you think you could just show up and say, oh, yeah, I'm the queen of uh, Armbar? Well, they might not know what it is and they might be like, oh, that's quite important. And, you know, or, or they could think I was, you know, being, um, you know, committing treason and then they might cut off my head. So oh, well, uh, it's a bit yeah. of a risk. I'd say they'd probably hang you because they didn't they didn't really have uh, guillotines or anything around that time. They'd probably just hang you or burn you alive, say you're a witch or some shit. Oh, well, I mean, burning alive sounds a bit horrible. I might... Yeah. Yeah, they would call me a witch, wouldn't they? Cause they just... Yeah, 
woman, they just they just die. or the or the first the first flying armbar, they like <gasps> they, they think you've just flown or some shit. They might think I have magical powers. Yeah, can, or s- you know, superhuman shit. Yeah, like what is this person? <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite philosophical quote? Um, no, I I even studied philosophy for A level and I don't have any quotes. Say what? Yeah, I don't have any. Why does nobody on this podcast ever fucking philosophize? <laughs> As at least it's not just me. Some other people have had trouble with the questions. I had, to change, I had to change the question because I was like, do you have a favourite philosopher? And then I had to change it to philosophical quote. So, I know of philosophers. I don't know if I have a favourite one. Um, yeah, that's, um, I should probably read a bit more about it. Mm. Okay, I'll give you a philosophical quote for free. Yeah. And it's jiu-jitsu related. So, and this is what I invented. So. <clears throat> oh, it's from you. Own personal yeah. reflection. Yeah. It's, uh, I'd rather have a bad day on the mat than a good day off. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. And it just shows I all I do is train because I don't, I don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> wow. Jiu-jitsu, if, if you were going to just do something, doing jiu-jitsu isn't, you know, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, strangling people is really fun. Yeah. You know, you can deal with stress by just choking people out and, you know. Plus, it's really, satis- it's really satisfying hearing the pop, pop, pop in a good ankle lock or heel hook. <laughs> oh, God, that's so bringing me back to some memories. But... <laughs> uh, what's uh, your favourite music genre? Uh, Hip hop. Why? Do you like that upbeat shit to roll to? Because, you know, you're, you just try to roll to the music and then, like, everything, it's just, like, crazy movements and shit. Yeah, I like rolling to, um, yeah, hip-hop and stuff like that. It's, um, it just brings more energy. Do you have a favourite song to roll to in particular? Um, not Nothing in particular. Um, I would say just the genre. You know, like, anything that's quite high energy. Hmm. Um. But to be honest, like at RGA, we don't really have music. Like they don't really play music. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I when I've been rolling with my boyfriend, we just kind of we listen to like some pop music, which is fun. <laughs> Who has control of the playlist? Like I'm proper belt, so I get the playlist. <laughs> yeah, like I do try and control it a bit, but we have to have a balance because if it was up to me, we'd just listen to like Cardi B and oh, Katy Perry. <laughs> Uh, I fucking I know, hate Cardi that's B. everyone's reaction. Like, how can you listen to that? But not just her music and a personal thing. I think she's just a bitch. <laughs> she's the only person I cu- I walk out to in a supervised. <laughs> I think even the organizer was like, "Does it have to be Cardi B again?" And I was like, Ugh, yeah, "Yes." Fine. Didn't you? Don't you mean yes? <laughs> that pain. Yeah, got me both like yellow. Oh God. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> is there any? <laughs> is there any movie you like but everyone else hates, or uh, vice versa? Any movie? Um, I don't know. I mean, most people like if you know, like if a movie's good, a movie's good, and I'm sure there's some people that would like it. But I like. I mean, everyone sort of likes John Wick. 
I like watching that. I watch that before I compete to kind of, you know, get me in the mood for fighting, which is lame. Um, yeah. yeah, everyone likes that, so I mean, everyone like it. Okay, uh, let's just say uh, when you die, uh, you go to heaven, but you have to convince St. Peter to let you in. And keep in mind, uh, you can trick him, and you can, because once you get past the gates, they can't kick you out. So, yeah. uh, like, you could trick him, you could, like, fucking suplex him, whatever. What do you do to get past the gate? What would I do? Um, I would, I'd have to trick him. It'd have to be a trick. I couldn't get past him legitimately. Why? Are you a scumbag or something? <laughs> no, no because if i get that and i have to convince someone then i've obviously done something wrong like because i would expect myself to just be able to walk through if um yeah if i got there but i'd probably like just yeah i'd trick him or like choke him or something yeah i doubt <laughs> i doubt they'll be too keen on you there after they find out you choked out saint peter that'd be awesome but i'll be past the gate all right but you know no one will like you Nah, they'll warm up to me soon enough. Okay. I uh, would you here's a bit of a, a moral conundrum. Yeah, what's what is it? Uh see so, uh would you rather cure cancer or solve world hunger? Oh, um I don't know. What what would I do? I don't know, that's why I asked you. Yeah, um that's a tricky <laughs> one, because like I would say, I mean, it depends how, how many lives are lost from hunger or cancer. I, do you know what? I think curing cancer, I would do because curing world hunger is very possible if people just let go of some wealth. So I would say cure cancer first and then deal with the issue of hunger. That's what I would do. Mm. Yeah, because, you know all the money wouldn't be going to cancer research if there was no cancer because then you could that just is true. well there's enough food on the planet to feed everyone so um I, I can't imagine it being you know you could definitely sort that out hmm. uh can you do any impressions no i can't no uh, no one could do it voices or anything oh, can you can you try any of them or something no, I can't. <laughs> I'm getting rid of. I'm out. getting rid of that. I'm getting rid of that fucking question. No one ever can do impressions. You'd have to give me a couple of ciders, and then I'll do some impressions. Uh, uh, I don't know. Can you do an impression of like Fionn Davies or anything? No, not at all. She'll, she'll just um, she'll take me down and armbar me. Or uh. yeah, I saw I saw that armbar at ADCC. I don't I don't want to risk that. Man, I got to roll with her one time and she fucking wrist-locked me and I nearly cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I felt violated. No. Uh, in, in your personal opinion... Especially a wrist-lock. That's like... This is really fucking... And it was my bad wrist because I, I have bad wrists in general and that was my worst one. I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, she's not a bitch. She's actually very lovely, but uh, you know, it wasn't nice. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a humiliating um. Mm. Yeah, it's no no bueno. So yeah, in your personal opinion, in your personal opinion, do you think you could pull off a handlebar mustache? 
if I could grow one, then I would probably wear one. Like, I, I would. Um, not for a long period of time, for like a month. <laughs> what, just during the quarantine where no one's seen you anyway? Yeah, I mean, like, even some guys can't even grow a moustache. Like, if I could, that's impressive. And yeah, in quarantine, like, no one's going to see me. Like, I've even considered shaving my head, but my my family wouldn't let me do it. I'm sure I would regret it. Uh, see, uh, I shaved my head just there, because all I could do was grow a goatee, so I was just going for the Heisenberg motif. <laughs> How, are you happy with your new hairstyle? Well, that was like a month ago. And it grew back, but like uh, I just shaved the side of my head and blended it in to make like a fade, so I look, uh, you know, it looks a bit better. It, it looks a bit better than you'd think for someone who cut their own hair. <laughs> I think our standards have dropped now. Kind of like if it kind of looks like how it's meant to look, it's probably okay. Mm. I've been uh, trimming my sister's fringe. I imagine that's fun. Like, uh, like uh, I can just see it now just her constantly blowing it up so it's not in her face anymore because I imagine it's like down to her nose or something if you need to trim it yeah well she likes it quite short so it has to always be like kept kept short um but yeah otherwise like it would just get stupidly long you know I think like cutting the rest of your hair isn't a big deal at the moment but yeah things like fringes and stuff like that yeah it could get quite annoying you'd think they'd forego the fringe just for the fucking length of this shite <laughs> yeah yeah that's true i don't know get get bangs or something i don't fucking know yeah i mean yeah. i'm glad i don't have bangs that's for sure i'm glad mm. uh do you prefer mortal Kombat or street fighter uh street fighter okay i'll, I'll allow it there's one of the guys from street fighter a couple years ago and it was a great night out so uh, which one? Oh, he he wore like red with a black belt was it ken yeah i think so he's got like dark hair and a r- red outfit that oh, did you did, did you buy a black belt and uh, wear that with the costume and people were like <laughs> wait what the fuck that's not the first time i've dr- i've worn like a black belt with a gi on for halloween before you know, any opportunity, because it's going to take me a long time. Nah, I, I, I wouldn't feel good doing that. Like, uh, what's it? If I, I just, I was considering dressing as Sub-Zero, just like wear the blue belts again. So, like, uh, you know, yeah. you know, that'd be a good one. Yeah. No, wearing a gi for Halloween is just great. You know, you feel super comfortable. And if you, if you need to be in a fight, you're already there, you know. <laughs> well, but they can grab you, but you can't grab them because they're no gi. Oh yeah, true. Um, well, you can choke them with your own lapel. I'm sure that you know, from like, yeah. side control and stuff like that. Yeah, do like the baseball bat choke or the lapel Ezekiel or something. Yeah, but yeah, they can grab you, but they they don't know what grips to make. Their oh, fair enough. Fair completely enough. useless. <laughs> Just break the grip and fucking easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the number one thing on your bucket list? Um so it's a bit of a practical thing like learning to drive oh how how old are you and you can't drive <laughs> i'm 25 Ugh. but my excuse is i live in london yeah it's kind of like new york you don't really need to know how to drive yeah it's so expensive as well like um you know insurance is really expensive and you know you're sort of encouraged not to drive 
Because the traffic would be murder. You'd go fucking ape shit, saw. And that, yeah. would, that would make you go crazy, and you'd probably kill someone, or you'd die sooner of uh, stress. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be worth it, because, you know, if I'm going to, like... You know, like, if I ever go up north, like, and the, the buses aren't particularly great, then I'm going to be sort of, like, trapped. I like the freedom, and, like, you know, especially, like, if I visit family in Ireland as well, like, I want to be able to drive. Mm, no, I get you. I get See, so, uh, do you have a favourite joke, Renton? Would it be, like, a lame joke, a corny one, or even a fuck? Uh, I joke? like quite, um, quite offensive jokes. Uh, dark, do you have one? Like do, you have, do you have one there? Could you tell it real quick? I don't have any. I, um, oh, I try. I, I had a friend who said who <laughs> said one at a wedding, but I can't remember. I remember it being funny. That's all I remember. Uh, I like do you remember? Nah, I get you. I, I I like fucked up jokes as well. They're like pretty good. Yeah. Do you have a dark joke? That you can tell uh, me. Let me think. Mm, fuck, I'm trying to think now. That's the thing, you can never remember them when you need them. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I had a whole catalogue of jokes when I was growing up when I was in school. Fucking hell. Would well, you remember Cicopedia? Cicopedia? It uh, had like a bunch of like, you know, um jokes on it. Definitely oh, yeah. imagine that. It definitely existed. Um, was that like rotten.com or something? Maybe. I've not heard of that one. But it just had like um everyone would sort of send in some jokes and it just have like different categories. I don't even know if it still exists. Uh, uh do you believe in aliens? No, no, I don't. Uh yeah. you you're not you don't look into it? Not really. I mean, I've seen like, I just, I felt, I feel like it's so unlikely. As you know, if they existed, surely we would, we'd know about it, unless mm. they're hiding that from us. But I, I yeah, it's it's highly unlikely. Ah, uh, fair enough. See, uh, if you became president of Earth, what's the first thing you do? Um, I would. It sounds a bit lame, but I would sort of like improve human rights across all of the world human and animal rights yeah i'd make sure like people weren't treated badly anymore Shit, sorry. Ah, fair enough how i do it i don't know but i would sort of that would be my first plan of action mm. oh well no that's a pretty good one in my opinion so, yeah. <laughs> yeah did you think I... it's jiu related Maybe no, no, no. make that like a sport in school. That'd be another good thing. Like everyone learns jiu-jitsu. Uh, now, see, I actually want... That's the one answer I don't want to be jiu-jitsu related because, you know, it's the first time I ask someone that, they're like, oh, I bad guard pulling. I'm like, man, there's bigger things and shit. Like, come on. The yeah. guard pulling. Yeah, I just improve like human and animal rights. That would be it. Mm. Yeah, sorry. What's uh, the most valuable relationship advice you'd give anyone? Valuable relationship advice? Um, I would say communicate properly. Don't just assume things. Because I, th- I feel like people could legitimately break up because they didn't express their concerns or actually ask questions. Yeah. 
communication is key. Hmm. Nah, fair enough. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Would you prefer super strength or super speed? Um, I would say super speed. Like you could just sort of run really far somewhere. Yeah, I do. Super speed, definitely. Yeah, hmm. uh, I I'd kind of go for that one as well. It's like I tell you, it would take me about two hours to walk to training from where I live, but only thirty minute drive. But with super speed, super quick. Yeah, like okay, like you can be really strong, but like say if you had super strength in jujitsu, like you'd probably tear off someone's arm. But yeah, literally run past their guard. Otherwise, with super super speed. Yeah. Well, if you to- if you bullfighter pass someone really fast, you could rip their legs off. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Maybe no, maybe explain that one, wouldn't it? Maybe no superpowers in jujitsu. How about we do- we don't do that? Yeah, it'll it'll be banned in jujitsu. Or how about uh? I-, I was thinking about in the future, people who like lost limbs and get robot arms. If they do jujitsu, what would that look like? Um, I mean. In terms of robot arms, I don't think you could sort of apply any submissions. But or like imagine MMA with like cyborgs and stuff. Imagine getting a leg kick off a robot leg. That would fucking hurt. I think it would kill you. I mean, if they were like proper robots, like I don't, it would have to be like if they were two legitimate robots, they'd have to fight each other. You couldn't have like a human. With a robot. Yeah, get like get like the cyborgs to fight each other, like uh, instead of other humans, like cyborg fight league or some shit. Yeah. Yeah because yeah they, I, I can imagine a cyborg not being able to sustain brain damage or anything like that oh, yeah sorry I'm really, really tired yeah <laughs> what else I was up late sorry I was up late because uh, my sleep schedule was fucked so yeah if you could teleport anywhere in the world where would it be and why let's just say there isn't a fucking pandemic shit going on could teleport um i would go to i would go to germany i think like berlin any reason why um just to sort of like yeah i just like to go germany I would, it was probably um it's most likely the first place i can go to after quarantine so that's where i wanted to go you know to train a bit and um eat some great food that's where i'd go Mm. Anything food orientated, you know, a good reason behind going anywhere. Mm. So, yeah, do you have a favourite serial killer? <laughs> um, no, I don't. Well, you're not into the Zodiac or Ted Bundy or the BTK killer. No, no, they're too they're too evil for me. I couldn't I couldn't find anything good about them to like make me. Well, you're not, you're not even else. you're not even intrigued like a fucking zodiac like never got caught he's always fucking with the police by sending in letters and cryptograms and shit i thought that was really cool it, it is cool and you know it's quite impressive but to be honest like if these people are still out there like that scares the life out of me like i can't well, watch things about like crime because i'm you know like here if you hear about people like you know someone breaks in and kills them like that could easily happen and then I can't sleep for a week. So, yeah, I'm a big scary cat. Sure. Why are you scared? You could just fly and triangle them. <laughs> you say that, but I'm sure I would just kind of like scream and run out of my own house. 
How about a minari roll to heel hook, then they won't chase you. Yeah, if I break both of their legs, that might work. But then you've mm. got to touch them. Like that's the thing with jujitsu. Like, you know, if someone, you know, you have to sort of like get up real close and personal with people. Well, like they can't hit you if you're in super close, like under hooking. What if they have a knife? Uh, isolate one of the arms and come over them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I've I've yeah. never actually been in a fight in my life, so I wouldn't even know what to expect. Mm. Uh, See, so yeah, I get you. Uh, if you could have any movie car, what would you pick? And keep in mind, if you can do something in the movie, you can do it when you get it. So if, if it fires rockets or some shit in the movie, you it does that when you pick it as well. It has oh, to be you, the you... car from Back to the Future. Ah, for fuck's sake, I was just about to say you can't pick that one. Oh, um, maybe the Batmobile. Which one? The one from uh, Dark Knight. Okay, I'll allow it, because like, you can shoot out the little uh, motorbike thing as well. Yeah, I, I, that'd be great. I'd just you know, be a bit bored in the car, just getting get in on a motorbike. That's how you'd get rid of the traffic and shit in London if you were stuck yeah, in a Yeah, I would jam. just zoom through, and someone can pick up my car later. Yeah. And I'll get the bat helicopter to pick it up or some shit, I don't know. Yeah. Or, or my butler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What would you describe as your weirdest quirk, if you have any? My weirdest quirk? Like, I'd say, like, my love of rabbits. I think that's quite weird. What are they? How do you like them? Do you like them roasted or <laughs> marinated or slow drills? I have armbarred people for less, Andrew. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um no, I just, yeah, I just like rabbits, and um, yeah, I kind of go on about them a bit on Instagram. Mm. Oh, yeah, I if I, see, I really want to upset you now about the rabbit thing. See, I used to have two Springer Spaniels who are uh, known for being hunting dogs, and one of them, yeah. one of them left uh, a rabbit up uh, in the front porch with its eyes gouged out, so how'd you oh, like that? Oh, God. <laughs> see, I mean, I've... I've had rabbits killed by foxes and they're not it's really it's really horrible to find them you know like I found one without a head and uh, like I wish they weren't I wish they could fight back to be honest but, but they're prey animals and you know mm, do you ever see uh the fucking I think it's weasels when they're um hunting rabbits they do like this fucking war dance and they they like throw their bodies around like it's a fucking crazy dancing thing and they like confuse the rabbits so much that they fucking have a heart attack oh no i i didn't even know weasels ate rabbits i don't know i I don't even know that uh Mm. i'll send you the video i saw that in later it's pretty cool do you see anything happen though in the video uh well it's just a video discuss discussing that and showing the thing and then the rabbits are standing there it's all like freaking out inside his head or some shit okay yeah i have a look yeah i don't know much about weasels they're not in the UK, are they? Uh, in the UK? I, I don't know. I didn't even see a fucking badger to like the, last week. Yeah, they're hard to come by. Um, yeah, they, they, I think they're nocturnal. Mm, as long as they don't keep badgering you during the day. <laughs> nice pun. <laughs> well, I'm the king of puns, so. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. I even have a tiny crown right here with a pun written on it. <laughs> Does it fit your head? 
or do you have to uh, balance it? No, it, it fits quite snugly. <laughs> okay, uh, what would you say is your spirit animal? Um, it'd have to be something, uh, I'd say honey badger, maybe. Oh, do you ever see them? Like, they get bitten on the scruff of their neck and they can, like, uh, you know, raise their neck out and, like, bite the lion on the throat when they get... It's fucking cool. They can also, like, withstand um, venom from snakes. Yeah, because their skin is too thick and shit. Yeah, they... they um, I think they have certain pathways that sort of... They can, like, neutralise the toxins or something. But, yeah, I'd say I'd have to be a honey, honey badger, like... Uh, plus they're a machete-proof. They're what, sorry? They're uh, machete-proof. Are they? And uh, they can take, like, a shotgun blast to the face, point-blank range. No, they can't. You they can. I shit you not. It's like, uh, you know, you got to, like, hit it, like, right. Like, you had to be really precise if you want to kill it with a fucking shotgun. Otherwise, it'll just shrug it off. Oh, well, good, good on the honey badgers. Plus, they're escape artists, because they had one in the zoo, and it kept fucking escaping. Well, zoos should just let them go anyway. I think we're we're past that point of needing zoos. Oh, do you want to hear something really funny while we're on the topic of animals and shit? So yeah, do you remember like uh, the fucking museum in England or some shit? That's that's very vague, but like uh, the the first model they had of like uh, a fucking Not platypus. Museum. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. The first mo- the first model they had of a platypus. Your man thought it was fake, that it was like a fucking beaver sewed onto a duck. And you, there's actually scratches all over it when he tried to tear it apart because he thought it was a fake animal. Oh, yeah, well, they, they look really strange, don't they? They don't look real. Mm, yeah, when I found out that they weren't teal, like in that one Disney Channel show, I was really, uh, really disappointed. What, platypus? Yeah. They're real though, right? No, I mean, the, 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 I thought they were blue or some shit because there was one oh. show... Oh, blue, the blue and yellow one. Is that the yeah. one you're talking about? Yeah. You know, with, with the fucking hat on. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite disappointing. You think like, oh, I'm going to see this like really cool looking animal. No, uh, you know, they're okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, see, have you ever been on a really terrible date? A really terrible date? Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd say I've been, I've been on a few. Um, they, I think... Terrible as in, like, boring. Mm. And, like, you haven't had any, like, uh, major shockers? It's just, like, boring and shit? Major shockers. Um, I've had someone say they were going to um, take me out for a meal and pay for it and everything and then expect me to, to split the bill. But not only that, but be, like, half an hour late. I've had that before. I've just been, mm. like, what a waste of time. So yeah, yeah. That, that would have to be like one of the worst ones. Mm. Yeah, see, like, don't say you're gonna pay for it all and then expect them to split. Like, make that clear beforehand, like what you what you want, because I don't think it's unreasonable to ask to split. Like, yeah, I mean, you're... like you know, if I was gonna say to someone, "Oh, I'll pay," yeah, it's just a bit like it's almost as if like that their way of getting you out on a date in the first place. Like, I don't need anyone to pay. Like, just if you change your mind, just let me know. Mm. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that, that was, but yeah, just they're all boring dates. Mm. I get you. Uh, so, what mythical creature do you wish existed? Um, 
I mean, the only ones I know of that are mythical as sort of would be like Unicorn or like the Loch Ness Monster. Is that technically a mythical creature? Uh, um, well, that one's just bullshit in general. That's like a confirmed <laughs> hoax. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess Unicorns. They're great. <sighs> We're getting we're getting them a lot, I've noticed. Yeah, I I honestly don't know of any other mythical creatures. Unless I was to make one up in my head, that would that would have to be like my go-to one. Mm. See, I think unicorns are overrated. I think Pegasuses are way better. Oh, with the wings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that would be great as well. Mm. You know, they would just be so exploited though if if they were real. You know, humans have a good way of doing that. Well, they make flying chariots so they can fly around the place? Yeah, they would sort of, like, breed them um, and, yeah, sell them as, like, transportation. Yeah, I would say, like, that's just what would happen. I'm kind of glad they don't exist. Mm, fair enough. Okay, guys, we've reached the last question. Oh, the last question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you ready for the last question? Yeah, fire it. What are you, you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't blame me if it's too much to handle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, sorry to anti-climax here, but uh, what's the most important lesson you've learned in all your years of uh, doing jiu-jitsu? Post, okay. Um, my most important lesson would be to build this up now, but I would say to like not focus too much on competition performance because it can ruin it it can ruin it for you and like I've been like that in the past so I'd say yeah just um my the biggest lesson was focusing more and just enjoying it no I get you because you know it's it's fun to do it just in general like you know folks just having the crack and doing well yeah so guys I'm sorry that's no, good. no, no, you were saying. No, I was just going to say, you know, like um, with, with medals and stuff like that, like if you base it on competition performance, you'll never really be fulfilled because there's always yeah. new medals to win and stuff like that. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, oh, I'll win the Irish Open. Okay. Now I want to win the fucking Europeans. Okay. Now I want to win the Worlds. Okay. Now I want to win ADCC. Okay. All right. Yeah. And that sort of like joy just doesn't last very long anyway. Like you win and you're like, oh, this is great. And then a couple of days later, it's it kind of goes. Like uh, no one really gives a shit either. Like, do you remember the fucking uh, Black Belt World Champions for the past five years running? Like no one does. Really. Yeah, Unless you don't you're, like, really. Super... But you feel like people do, but they don't really care. Especially like if you're like a lower belt, no one really cares. Like especially like do you do you remember do you know any blue belt world champion like no one fucking cares about that at all. <laughs> they might care initially, but then you know people get, move on and. Oh, uh, you know what's the best one? White belt world champion. Like okay, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be sandbagged so much to win a white belt. Dude, it's Surely, fucking like, ridiculous. These people have been like three years or something. There's this one fucking dude in Australia. He's he's been training for like ten years. He's still a blue belt, and he's constantly competing at worlds and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, come on. What's the point? Like, it's. Wow, yeah. you're the best blue belt in the world. Congratulations. There should be a limit. Like, you should only be able to win a certain 
world title like twice and then obviously like, an actual black belt but like I say if 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 you win the worlds you should get promoted autom- automatically no fucking question because mm. you know yeah everyone else like that's world champion it's like you're the best in the world like if you shouldn't get promoted after that there's something fucking wrong or there's some fuckery going along yeah, there's some politics involved in that promotion. Otherwise, I, mean, I fuck. I don't like sandbagging. I fucking hate it so much. Yeah. So guys, we're gonna call it an episode there. So Abby, do you have anything you want to say before we shoot off? No, I've just had a great time talking to you about um everything. It's been a huge, a diverse podcast chat. So thank you for having me. Yeah, going on tangents every two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be my fault to be honest. Ah, uh, no, it's good. So, guys, if you want to follow Abby, you can follow her at the Armbar Queen. It's the Armbar Queen, right? Uh, no, it's it, it's like Armbar dot Queen, I think. Okay, no, look, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll have it in. <laughs> I'll have it in the description anyway, so you can just fucking copy and paste that in, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't even know my own tag, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so thanks guys and tune in next time. Oos.